Good morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> okay, you can go on. All right. We're keeping you, as you can tell, on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that was Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with our friends from the Shar Hope Foundation about the powerful work that they're doing and their amazing progress since we've seen them last. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. And what do you mean that was Bob Mumby? You, 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 know, you know something I don't know? Well, no, you are alive and well. Okay. As we, uh, as we are here. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Courtesy Project. Okay. Um, and we always acknowledge that we're not perfect. But some people really are not get perfect. on our nerves. <laughs> if you're in line at a bank, movies, somewhere, to the airport, and the line person in front of you moves up six inches, and you don't, the person behind you tries to get right on your back to get you to move up that six inches. Mm -hmm. That's really rude, don't you think? Yeah. Definitely. Well, I sometimes let the gap get to 18, 24 inches. Pushing the buttons. When I hear their heart rate going up. Um, if I let you in in traffic, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this every week. Give me a wave. Absolutely. Give me a thank you wave. Mm -hmm. Do you give a thank you wave? I do. Derek, Sometimes I Leslie? give too because I just want to make sure they see that I say thank you. Yeah. I give a different wave when they don't wave to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. Okay, we'll just stick with those two. We won't talk about people <laughs> behind you eating candy in the theaters this week. Never, never give money to charities who call you on the phone. Never. Here are this week's. Um... The Veterans Fund, simple name, it's beautiful, $12.6 raised in the past three years, 2.5% went to some charity. The rest wow. went to the marketing firms doing the calling. Um, the Reserve Police Officers Association, Disabled Police Officers Counseling Center, uh, uh, 
the um, Firefighters Burn Fund collected two million last year. Fourteen thousand went to some charity. The rest went to the the company running the calling firm and the salaries of of this uh, survivors and victims empowered. How beautiful is that? Right. Just where do I send the money? Um, Seven point seven million zero dollars. Wow. Went to any wow. needs. Find the children. So that's our courtesy project. Now that I'm annoyed. I know. How can none go to it? Aren't there laws? Should they, they so, you know, due process is there to mm -hmm. protect us all, but a lot of these scum of the earth hide behind, mm -hmm. and their lawyers hide behind mm -hmm. due process. Mm -hmm. um, it's yeah. a disgrace. It is. Okay, make us feel better with some trivia. All right, guys, it's time for trivia. We're going to try and stump everyone. They're not too hard today on this rainy day. Derek looks like, has a pose like that Rodan, August Rodan <laughs> statue in bronze, the thinker. Yeah, trivia is not my thing. <laughs> All right, this one is related to water. What is the largest freshwater lake in the world? Don't, um, Lake Titicaca. Wow, no. <laughs> I don't even know what the, where that is. It's not Lake, lake Maracaibo. No? Mm -mm. Nope. Freshwater Lake. Um, lake Superior. Yes. Good job, Bob. Gosh, Bob. You don't know what Lake Titicaca <laughs> is? <laughs> you didn't have that in geography and no. laugh hysterically at it for the no. grave? It's in, it's in South America. hysterically right now. <laughs> I'm going to show these folks during the break about Lake Titicaca. But I can hear you laughing as a child because you're still yes. laughing today. <laughs> What's not to like? What's not to laugh at? Okay, okay, where would you find the Sea of Tranquility? Not where you would think. On the moon. Yes. Tranquility Base here. The eagle has landed. I'm telling you, he's got a brain for this. Yeah, but I forget to... people's names <laughs> I met yesterday. What item of clothing was named after its Scottish inventor? It's an item of clo clothing that you might wear today. Outside. Kilt? <laughs> Why would you wear a kilt today? <laughs> it's called a Macintosh. Oh, a Macintosh. Otherwise known as a raincoat. Oh. The first yes. one was the raincoat that had that like poncho that came down over uh -huh. the yeah. over the arms. Hmm. Okay. What's another word for lexicon? What is another word for lexicon? Dictionary. Yes. Wow, you're good. Well, you guys know it, but you're not just saying it. <laughs> no, I promise you, I don't know it. <laughs> Who invented the rabies vaccination? Um, not Jonas Salk. No, but equally well known. It's... Um... It's the name of the new prince, his first name. Um, they named the baby today. They announced the name. Oh. Louis Pasteur. Oh. Ah. Ah. Okay. Who played Neo in The Matrix? Come on, you guys know that. Oh, oh my God, I do know that. Come oh. on, come on, come on. I know. Oh, come on, you know. You know. I definitely know. It's too early. I haven't had my coffee yet. <laughs> K. K. Um, K. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Keanu Reeves. Yep. Yep. 
Lake City Kaka. <laughs> okay, and we're going to end with another one that will make Bob giggle. Name the seventh planet from the sun. Um, <laughs> does that have to do with Klingons going around it? <laughs> Name the seventh planet from the sun. Come on, you know what it is, Derek. Derek. <laughs> Derek. He's not buying. <laughs> Reminds me of that cow you introduced me the other day. <laughs> that was funny, by the way. Um, Uranus. Yes. <laughs> there you go. We had a little bit of a theme today. <clears throat> All right, this that's all like, trivia today. Oh, that's all we're doing? Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> it goes really fast when you're the only one answering. We had nothing about, you know, um, the Yellow River. No. Who wrote it the book, The Yellow River? to be a theme. Do you know who wrote the book, The Yellow River? No, I peed freely. I peed daily. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the woman whose one leg was shorter than the other? Eileen. Eileen. <laughs> We're, we're doing the third grade version <laughs> of the Harford Edge today. And laughing just as much as we did in the third grade. Just oh, for the benefit gosh. of Shar Hope. <laughs> Aren't um, you honored to be here today? I am. <laughs> Derek had no idea what he got himself into. He forgot, because you've been through this before. This is um, not your first rodeo here. No, it's not. Maybe your last, but it's not your first. <laughs> Got thrown off in the first eight seconds last time. What happened? Because, well, no. the, he doesn't like when the bull goes to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they say? That mm -hmm. some riders can only, can't, they can't handle it when the bull goes to the left. Um, okay, uh, we're going to do a little knowledge, um, very little knowledge, before the news, and then we're going to go right to break. Um... Do you know that um, a good way to know if you walk up to people at a, at a party or something, if they're ready to include you in the conversation um, or whether they're not, one good way to tell is if they turn their feet towards you. For instance, if you walk up to someone and they're in the middle of a conversation and they don't turn their feet towards you, they'd like to continue their conversation. And which case you just say you guys are in the middle of something um, I'll, I'll stop back in a minute but if they turn their feet to you it means they're ready it's like welcoming you into <laughs> yeah the, or it often it's one person who is sick of listening to the other person uh, yes and they see you as a rescue mm -hmm. and that person will turn their feet to you Thank and say you. hi Derek <laughs> hi Myra how you doing <laughs> that interesting mm -hmm. that is um, and that's all we're going to do on that. Um, we're going to go right to some quick news. And then we're going to spend uh, most of this show talking to these great folks about this great work. And we can't wait. Uh, and this is all, it, this is good news, um, news. We're not doing any bad news. Uh, we have, uh, the number of folks were honored, um, uh, for their work done in the past year helping the Hope for the Homeless um, Alliance, which is the Harford County's Emergency Rotating Homeless Shelter, served 71 people this winter. And over half of these people now have jobs and permanent shelters. Wow. And um, 
there was a lunch on Monday at um, at MedStar's Bel Air Medical Campus, and for people who know uh, Lenora Hammond and her team at the county, we had the fashion show uh, in the fall. Um, it's um, it, it's really amazing. It's Hope for the Homeless, Lent Parish. It's under Lent Parish and Amber Shroves. And um, if you go to Hartford Community Services and go to Hope for the Homeless, you can help participate um, with that group. Really just um, um, really just amazing work. That's so we fantastic. wanted to shout out to them. That's fantastic. And shout out to the Ironbirds because I am not shy about saying the city of Aberdeen has raked Cal Ripken and the Ironbirds and Tufton and Ripken Baseball over the coals for the past year, and it really isn't fair. So whenever the Ironbirds do something great, which is all the time, all the time <laughs> for the community, um, we like to tell folks about it. They held their second um, annual baseball game in honor of... Um, Josh Hamer, oh, um, who yep. was a um, John Carroll baseball player, killed in a car accident last year, and um, uh, the, the Ironbirds opened the stadium. They don't charge admission. Um, this year, the game was be a baseball game between John Carroll and Rising Sun. Amazing turnout, um, uh, amazing money raised, and it will be a tradition um, and um, f from now going forward. And most of the kids on this team, obviously, because were, were, uh, Josh was just a sophomore, uh, were teammates of his, and um, the the Ironbirds did not charge anything. So all the proceeds over um, um, fifteen thousand uh, dollars went to the Josh Hamer Scholarship Fund. Thank you, Ironbirds. Yes. Such a wonderful partner. Thank you. On so many levels. They're doing um, uh, so many things this year. I can't mm -hmm. wait. Um, uh, Boys and Girls Club, the library, Race Against Child Abuse Everywhere, Shar yep. um, Hope, and um, the Recovery Community. Mm -hmm. It just goes on and on. It does. And uh, a shout out to um, Julian Murray, who won a Youth of the Year for the Boys and Girls Club, and we interviewed him and the other Youth of the Year finalists a few weeks ago. And this young man, who was a senior at Aberdeen High, and probably could not have spent most of his life more behind the eight ball mm -hmm. um, when it comes to violence, uh, uh, abandonment, um, it, poverty, um, and this kid. <coughs> Is going places and you just look in his eyes he has an iron will and the boys and girls club uh, brought it out in him they uh, they've made him a leader and he has risen to the occasion and it's made him stronger so uh, to all four youth of the year um, and to all the youth there uh, congratulations um, Boys and Girls Club, always remember them. They make a difference like you can't imagine That's in true. so many kids' lives. That's true. See? Yeah. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. No more bad news. 
Well, guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Derek Hopkins and Myra Derbyshire from the Charhope Foundation. The Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members aged 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MakerBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MakerBot and PrinterBot, professional green screen with studio light box, and both Apple and Windows computers. All to help create your electronic video, audio, publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Derek Hopkins, board chairman, and Myra Derbyshire, program manager from the Charhope Foundation, in the studio with us today. In three short years, Charhope has gone from a vision to a full-fledged organization, making a life-saving difference in so many people's lives, and we are so looking forward to hearing your story. <coughs> Welcome, Derek. Welcome, Myra, and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you both for having us. Yeah, this is uh, your second time. Yeah. And before we start, because we want to hear your bios, and if you don't tell us all of it, because you're too <laughs> modest, we're going to supplement it. But before we start, um, we have here the former star of Midnight's with Myra radio show, <laughs> w, w WFWM. WFWM, Frostburg. Uh, Frostburg State. Frostburg State. Midnight's wow. with Myra. That's great. How did you leave that for the, all this? <laughs> so we're likely, we're under discussions with Myra's agent. I was going to say. Mar Mary and Leslie and I and Libby, who uh, owns the station for a, a monthly segment. That the, uh, great. Myra's musings or something yeah, like middle that. middle of the day with Myra. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not middle of the day. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, that's a teaser. For this coming fall, uh, let's start with Mr. Hopkins, uh, who I'm just going to start by saying Derek doesn't sleep. I think he last slept in 2015. Derek, tell us a little about yourself. Um, and don't be modest. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I come from a, a generations of Harford Countyans. Um, uh, agriculture has always been a big part of my life. Um, auctioneering is what I did prior to becoming the Register of Wills. I started when I was 12, and uh, then I became the Register of Wills and um, um, sit as the chairman of the Ag Advisory Board for Harford County. Um, so just the ag community means a lot to me, and then I started Char Hope uh, as a nonprofit um you know, to help folks that are, are fighting a deadly disease. Um, and it truly means a lot to me to give back my time and energy to that. I'm also a, a volunteer fireman at the Whiteford Fire Company. I started when I was 16 in Darlington, uh, which will always be my home company. Uh, but uh, I'm at Whiteford now, where my son has now joined me in the, uh, in the ranks of firefighting, which oh, is, wow. means a lot when you have your, yeah. your young and riding the fire truck with you. Mm -hmm. So, so um, tell us... As far as Shore Hope goes, 
how did it start? Tell you have uh, you have obviously. Yeah, I'll just give you a really a quick short version that you know we were showing cattle one year at the Maryland State Fair, and a, a good friend uh, who I um, as I look up to as a mentor, he had a young man helping him, and you know he'd been through some jail time and had just gotten out, and he was like hoping to get into a program in York, um, which he didn't get accepted to, and. So for Christmas, I told my wife, I said, well, why don't we invite him up for Christmas dinner? Um, so I called my aunt. I said, do you mind if I bring, you know, a stranger to Christmas dinner? Absolutely. No, no, bring him. So I go down, I pick him up, um, I get him suited up, and, you know, we head to Christmas dinner. And then he st stayed the night with us Christmas Eve, and then he ended up living with us for almost a year. Oh, wow. Um, and in that short period of time, I learned a lot. Um, you know, I was the one that, with the big heart that was trying to, to do the right thing, but I realized I, I wasn't. Um, I was trying to make him a, a model citizen, you know, pay his debts back to society. But really, when I created Char Hope and why I created Char Hope is recovery comes first. Mm -hmm. You know, learning the 12 steps, learning how to manage your life, mm -hmm. that's more important than the job and paying that mm -hmm. other stuff back. So, mm -hmm. you know, I learned a lot and, and I'm grateful for that. So about five plus years ago, I built my first business plan for Char Hope, but it didn't, you know, it didn't materialize until last year. <coughs> Mm -hmm. When we opened the first house, so. Wow. And um, Myra, mm -hmm. tell us about Myra. Go all the way, all the way back to Frederick. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a little town north of Frederick, um, city called Thermont. Um, I lived there my whole life. I had a, you know, pretty. I had a great childhood. You know, I lived in a log cabin, and I got to play oh, wow. in the woods all the time, and. Um, you know, but I could, I always felt like something was different um, about the way that I, I felt and the way that I thought, and I could never really find um, happiness as, as a child, and that's to no one's fault but, you know, the fact that I have the disease of addiction. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I... I started, I, you know, I started using when I was, when I was, you know, a teenager, probably a little bit younger, and um, it just escalated. And you know, for me, you know, my disease took me to where it takes most people that you know suffer <coughs> from the disease of addiction. Um, you know, legal trouble. You know, institutions, rehabs. Um, you know, car accidents, mm. um, debts. Um, you know, losing relationships with you know family who, right. you know, I can say, thank God never gave up on me, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, getting fired from jobs, you know, all, all the things that, um, addict, all the things that addiction causes, but without a solution, right, I was never able to do anything about it because I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know, I, I didn't know how to be honest, you know, I was, I was incapable of, you know, being willing to try to get better, um, until, um, August 25th, 2015, I um, came to Hartford County to a treatment center, and from there I went to um, the Homecoming Project in Bel Air, and that was that place saved my life. Um, so I, you know, I learned so much. I learned, you know, about 12-step fellowship. You know, I was I was forced to get a sponsor and get a home group and you know work the steps. I was, um, you know, I was. I had counseling services, I had case management services, you know, I had a very comprehensive treatment when mm -hmm. I was there. Um, you know, I, I worked a 
minimum wage job and you know I rode my bike to work mm -hmm. and um, you know and I it was the best thing that could ever happen to me because mm -hmm. it, it taught me real humility mm -hmm. um, so I, I graduated from that program and um, somehow Derek uh, <laughs> contacted me um, and you know said I, I have this vision and um, you know and I I, I, I want to make it happen and I you know and um, so I took a big leap of faith and mm -hmm. I said okay I'll try it you know and if it doesn't work out at least I tried right and here we are a year and a half later mm -hmm. and um, we have two beautiful houses and we've ha we have several graduates of our program um, you know we have people that keep com that come back as alumni and help mm -hmm. um, you know and we have three em three paid employees now um, Wow. And a huge volunteer basis. So, um, but we always need more. We all, mm -hmm. do always need more. Yeah, <laughs> it's always work to be done for yeah. sure. Yeah. And let's stop there. Uh, if po people want to help, want to volunteer, they want to give some money, they want to find out more uh, about Char Hope. What do they do? The best thing to do is just go to our website, which is charhope.org. Charhope.org. You know, that's the best place to learn about our programs and. Uh, you know, see what we're doing, see what we have upcoming. You know, Bob, the other big thing we have coming up is we have a uh, May 18th. It's a Friday night. Uh, starts at uh, 6 p.m. The doors open. It's a, um, a pick-your-own-prize bingo. Our, our fundraising committee is putting it on at Level Volunteer Fire Company. So, you know, make sure you check that out and, um, you know, try to get some tickets to, to attend. So, Derek, tell us how sure how Shore Hope started, who was behind it, um, because we really are talking basically three years yeah. from the time this was just a, a mission there was, and a vision, Yeah, but, now it's... And, I, and I'm going to cut a lot out, but, you know, um, I had a tremendous base, um, some board members that I pulled in pretty early. And said, "Look, I need some help." Um, Sandy Gallion from uh, Level Fire Company mm -hmm. is one um, that was right out of the gate with me the whole time. Um, and and by know, the way, Sandy, who and Nolan, her husband, Nolan Jr., could not be honoring their son, Nolan the Third's life more um, than by what they're doing day in day out. Yeah, you know. So I started with a small board, and then some things kind of fell apart in the building process in my first plan, um, I kind of went, got panicked and the person I can, I have to praise the most that opened her doors to me that day when it all went down is, is Robin Keener of the homecoming project. Uh, that woman means the most to me. Um, she's like, come over here now, you know, I'll give you a tour. And I learned more in two hours than wow. I probably did in, <clears throat> my years up to that just getting mm -hmm. ready for this mm -hmm. um so you know homecoming project a great model 83 mm percent -hmm. success rate now, wow. now you go how do you how do you gauge success in recovery mm -hmm. um and i've really struggled with that you know because i'm like well you know anybody can throw numbers out there right but so the way we gauge it is on those who actually graduate our program it's not the ones that are coming in mm -hmm. because to me if they leave early, we still haven't given them all the tools they need to succeed. Once they graduate, that's when the ticker starts for us mm -hmm. as far as are we being successful or not. That's the only way you can gauge this. 
Because no one is ever fully out of recovery. They're in Absolutely. recovery for their whole lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Myra goes to a meeting almost every night, right? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and that's homecomingrecovery.org. Is, uh, is uh, Myra mentioned she's a graduate of that, and we know so many other... Uh, and that's how I met Myra. You know, okay. you know, Robin says, I said, Robin, I need a, I need a program manager, you know. Mm -hmm. She says, well, let me see what I can find, and then that's how we met. So, so homecoming project, uh, the really just beautiful things, day in, day out, year in, year out. We call them our sister house. Our sister mm -hmm. house. Okay. Good. What does the name Charhope mean? Where did the name come from? So, good question. Um, everybody says, well, who's Charlotte? <laughs> no, it's not Charlotte. Um, it stands for Charolais. Charolais are the breed of cattle that we raise. Okay. Um, and that's what the girls will be showing at the Maryland State Fair. So last year they, they actually took the, uh, the calves. They had a halter break them, teach them to walk on a halter and, and groom them and clean them and take, you know, better care of them. And <laughs> sometimes we even get treated. Um, <laughs> And they actually showed them at the Maryland State Fair. And, and, you know, and to see the smiles on the girls' faces when they accomplished that and to walk out of that ring at the Maryland State Fair with a blue ribbon mm -hmm. um, or with any ribbon, right. uh, I think they were pretty, uh, pretty excited about that. I was just face-to-face -face with um, um, one, of, one of the Shars, mm -hmm. uh, cows. Can you call them cows? Yeah, she's a cow. Okay. <laughs> She I, doesn't get offended. I sort of gave myself away when I said, oh, what's his name, Dirk? <laughs> um, You're such a city boy. <laughs> we'll have him broken. We uh, will, after all these years. <laughs> uh, there was a lot going on. The cows really don't warn you when they're going to relieve themselves. <laughs> your daughter, your beautiful daughter, Emma, was upstairs dropping hay um, down into the stall for the cows. The cows, the cattle, the shark. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, fast forward. Um, I guess it has now been the first house opened 15 months ago? January uh, 1st, 2017. Okay. And we have uh, Twin Streams, Learning to Live Ranch, just opened a few weeks ago. We already have uh, four young ladies calling at home. And that will soon be up to six or eight? Um, yeah, Twin Streams is only going to do, you know, we can do six at Twin Stream, eight at Emory. Okay. And um, what, what does Char Hope do for folks? Uh, and why, why is it different? Um, and also talk about, I mean, you know, you, it's hard to judge recovery, but we have three folks who have already graduated, and I say we because I, full disclosure, I am on the board of this beautiful organization. Um, but we have three folks who have graduated already. What What is it about Char Hope's approach, um, and what do you set out to do philosophy-wise? Um, so, for for our for our residents, it's a you know our program. It's a long-term program, so it's um, nine it's nine months to a year. So. Um, a lot can happen over that time. So when they, you know, when they we when they come in, they have to be medically detoxed before they come in, right? 
but there's a when it comes to um, addiction and recovery, there's a lot of you know barriers with that. So mm -hmm. um, there's something called pause, which is post acute withdrawal symptoms. So that's something we have to be aware of when they come in, even after even after they're medically detoxed. Um, so our, our our blackout level, it's um, it's really just about getting them acquainted with you know 12 step fellowship, getting them acquainted with the house, getting them acquainted with you know the Shar Hope way. Um, and then we have four levels after that, and we, we pr like I was saying, provide case management services. Um, they receive individual counseling, group counseling. Um, we're going to be starting equine therapy soon. Um, we do the agricultural therapy, different holistic therapies. Um, you know, and we, because it is, a, you know, very small envi environment, you know, people-wise, um, resident-wise, you know, they really get that, you know, one-on-one -on -one internal contact, which as someone in recovery, they definitely need. Mm -hmm. um, and then once they're about to process out of our house after about, you know, 10, 11, 12 months, um, we help them with everything. So we help them look for a place. We help them, you know, budget, uh, do a budget, financial budget. Um, we've been working with Hartford Bank. He's been very generous with us to help our residents create a, bu a budget. Um, we help them, you know, research car and car insurance. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we, we basically you know, hold hold their hand and show them that they're capable of doing sure. it. We don't do it for them, but we, mm -hmm. you know, give them <coughs> empowerment. We give them, you know, things that when we're in active addiction, we're stripped of. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to us. Um, I can say that our, our graduates that we have are absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. um, one of our graduates now works for the local addictions authority for the health department. So she's giving back, you know, the same way that people give to her. Um, you know, we have, you know, two, uh, two resident, two alumni are now house managers for, our, for us. Um, you know, these women have gotten custody of their children back. You know, they're paying their own rent. They're showing up to work. You know, they're, they're able to drive. Um, they're able to have relationships with their family. And that right there is our sure. goal. Sure. A beautiful picture the other day of uh, one of our ladies with her three kids, mm -hmm. which is, you know, I don't know if she ever could have imagined mm -hmm. that day 15 yeah. months ago. And I'd, I'd like to say something about that. When when she came to our, our program, she didn't have any, any custody rights. Um, it went from four hours once a month to... Um, 12 hours once a month and then it went to a weekend once a month and now she has now she's going back to fight for half custody so um, beautiful things happen when you do the next right thing and when you just take suggestions and really want to change your life and Bob I gotta say one thing there that, that we really need to give kudos to our, our law our legal community in Harford County because these attorneys really, really step up. Mm -hmm. Members of the Harford County Bar that step up and do a lot of this work for us pro bono. You know, wow. they don't charge these girls. They, they you know, um, an attorney, uh, Justin Alex, I called him up like that, and he was met me in Anne Arundel County to help handle a situation. Wow. You know, you can't, we've got some great attorneys in Harford mm -hmm. County. That's wonderful. We, we really do, because anybody who's, you know, 18, 19, 22, all of us, or most of us growing up, or as it is, or seem to be ill-prepared for general life skills, like mm -hmm. having a checkbook, having certain disciplines, understanding the legal system, understanding um, funding or education. And then you, you put on top of that, you know, with the folk 
positions folks find themselves in um, with their addictions. And it's almost impossible. Uh, the odds are just so great against digging out and being able to, to navigate. Mm -hmm. So people can easily get chewed up and spit out by the legal system mm -hmm. through no fault of their own. And that's, Derek, that's really a great point about what our attorneys can do. Mm -hmm. um, now, one of the other things, Bob, we did this this year is we created the um, the family support group. You know, we, through our first year, we, you know, we learned some things, and, and that was one area I felt that we really needed to create. Tom Yingling, who's on our board, um, you know, he lost his son, uh, but very Matthew. Matthew, yep. Mm -hmm. Very passionate about what we do. Uh, calls Meyer every day, mm -hmm. checks in, um, and is there if I need him, you know, um, to help me with anything. But we kind of gave him the reins and said, hey, take control of the family. He's our, as we call him, our lead shepherd. Mm -hmm. And and we really base everything around 99, Bob. That's a key number for us. And you're going to see some information come out about this in the near future, about the crowd giving 99. But the 99 is based out of the Bible when it talks about the shepherd moving his flock of sheep of 100 from one pasture to the other. Mm -hmm. And when he gets the, the sheep to the other pasture, he counts them up. He's only got 99. Mm -hmm. And then he's got to make a decision. Well, you know, do I leave the big flock do I stay with the big flock or do I leave them and go look for the lost soul mm -hmm. and you know obviously he went and looked for the lost soul which is exactly what we want to do mm -hmm. you know we want to go out and get those lost souls bring them to our flock nurture them make them stronger make them better mm -hmm. and and give back so um absolutely uh, beautiful and on on that note Derek and Myra talk about like I see in Myra um a certain resolve and fortitude and inner strength and character was that always in you and did your journey help strengthen that or did did you help learn those things uh i also see in um in our most recent graduate um last june she came to the house um so much personal growth in her, mm. not not just from regarding the addiction, but knowing herself and understanding. Mm. Talk about all that, that nebulously worded question or <laughs> statement. Very deep question. I'll try my best <laughs> to answer it. Um, so, I mean, I am a firm believer that, you know, I, I have the disease of addiction, that um, addiction is a disease of the brain. And for me, I believe I've always had it because I've always felt less than, I've always felt different. I've never felt like I could fit in. You know, I, I hated everything. You know, I hated, you know, my backpack or my lunchbox when mm -hmm. I was a kid, you know, and it was, I, I always wanted to be someone different than who I was. Um, and so for me, you know, the, like, like Bob was saying, um, you know, the, the peace and the serenity and the ability to be comfortable in my body and, and you know, who I am mm -hmm. emotionally and spiritually, um, that has all been, you know, revealed to me since I've been actively working a program of recovery. Um, you know, even before, like I was saying, before I picked up, um, you know, drugs or alcohol, I never quite felt right. And mm -hmm. for the first time in my life, you know, for the last, you know, almost three years now, you know, I, 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 do, I do feel okay like I, I do feel happy to wake up in the morning you know I I am able to practice you know the 
principles of you know open-mindedness, willingness, honesty, all these things that um, the disease of addiction doesn't allow us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know and just being around you know other other women that are also in recovery and everything mm-hmm. you know I I find that to be true. Um, right. And and one one thing I can say about um, about the the women in our program and you know women everywhere who who are in recovery and get sober. Um, I read a statistic that says 95% of women that get sober um, come from a traumatic background. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that is a very large percentage. It is. Um, it is. And to be able to, you know, climb out of that and to be able to hold your head high and to be able to be proud of who you are, I think, is a really remarkable thing. And I see it happen every single day mm-hmm. with the Homecoming Project and with Char Hope. Um. And on that note, I mean, a lot of, and we want to talk to you folks in a, um, in a minute about this. Uh, so much of the mission of Shar Hope and the important work that has to be done is is education and awareness. Um, because, unfortunately, still so many folks attribute this to a character flaw, a moral weakness, um, something the family did wrong, um, 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 uh, a failing. And what I've seen is the exact opposite mm-hmm. in you, Megan, Leanne, um, um, Ashley, Lisa. I see incredible strength. And I see successful people who are going to be successful at whatever they do. Maybe it's just because they've risen above the toughest odds. So now it's like, what else you got? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to bother yeah. me? <laughs> you know? But, um, and it's, I see character. I see people that I would trust more than anyone. So I, I don't see a, 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 a moral failing. So, how do we convince folks that this is a disease? This is a physical mm-hmm. disease mm-hmm. Um, of the body and mind. Uh, how do we convince folks? So, I mean, we, Shar Hope, um, does a lot of community awareness outreach things. Um, and we tried, you know, as far as like, you know, people in the, especially the North Hartford area, which is where we're located, um, we we try our best to, you know, do a lot of community awareness and, you know, addiction awareness. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, there's also like a, I mean, there's just tons of stuff on online about, you know, how the brain chemistry mm-hmm. and, you know, there's, Hartford County is such an amazing place when it comes to this because they, you know, they really are open-minded and mm-hmm. um, there's so many, you know, treatment centers that are doing community outreach, nonprofits that are doing community outreach, outreach. And I think, you know, the, the 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 biggest thing to remember is that, you know, we're not we're not bad people, mm-hmm. right? So we we we're, we're sick people, and in order to get better, we need you know love and compassion and and care, and I think that's. That's that's really important. Um, you know, I I can tell you that my parents I don't believe that I did anything wrong when I was mm-hmm. growing up, and I still ended up that way. And I and I, and it seems to be you know similar to the way it is up what here in Hartford County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's people. You know, for me, like I don't have addiction in my family. You know, I, it's it doesn't make any sense other than the fact that I, you know, was 
have the disease of addiction. Um, I, I will say if anyone is interested in um, attending any of our community awareness events, we do have a few coming up. Right. Um, uh, this Wednesday, May 2nd, um, we are going to be at the Opioid Awareness Night. Um, it is the, all four Rotary Clubs of Harford County um, are coming together at Mountain Christian Church in Abingdon, Maryland. Um, it's at 6.30, and there'll be representatives from Shar Hope Foundation, Homecoming Project, Healthy Harford, and Ashley Addiction Treatment. Um, the Hope House will also be there available for, for tours. So, <coughs> once again, that's um, this Wednesday, May 2nd, um, at 6.30 at um, Mountain Christian Church in Abingdon. Um, another uh, thing that we're doing, we're partnering with the Susquehanna Symphony, Symphony Orchestra. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I always get that mixed up. <laughs> I have those words too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a. It's actually a free outdoor concert. It's going to be um, Sunday, June third at seven p.m. Um, at the uh, Memorial Band Shell in Bel Air, behind St. Margaret's. Um, it is called the Community of Hope, so it is a, like I said, a free concert that the SSO is putting on. There's going to be ton of a ton of um, resource tables and vendors available there, um, and some of the music is going to be geared towards recovery in Harford County. Um, and just one more, and I'll stop talking. Your no, ear that's off about great. This, but <laughs> this is great. Um, so Emory United Methodist Church, which is in Street, who we work very directly closely with. Mm -hmm. um, they partnered with us um, about a year ago to start the Hard Truth of Addiction Symposium. Um, we have done two extremely successful um, events that are free to the public and it really it's really all about awareness, um, trying to, you know, let people know like this is real, this, you know, to get rid of the whole not in my backyard syndrome. Right. right. Um, so our, I, I will say our first one, we had um, 250 people oh come, um, and this is in North Hartford, you know, sure. kind of in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> right. right? and the fact that all those people came and supported it was just really incredible to be a part of. Um, we do have our next one coming up, um, it's going to be August Friday, August 3rd. Um, and this one we're going to be in subcategories, so we're going to do break-off groups, um, one group is going to be more fo fo more focused towards teens and teen di teen diversion, okay. um, and the other one will be more focused towards parents or guardians or loved ones of um, you know either young adults or people that are just struggling from addiction, um, or that they're afraid that they might go down that path. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Hope Trailer, Harford County Hope mm -hmm. Trailer, will also be there, um, available for tours as well. Um, please come out if you're available. It's such an amazing event. Um, and if you have any questions about any of these events, you can always go to our Facebook page, um, Shar Hope Foundation, or you can go to our website, um, like Derek was saying, C-H-A-R-H-O-P-E.org. Bob, you know, the other thing we brought out awareness was we just recently did a 10K, 5K, and a one-mile walk. And that was in memory. It was called the Harbor of Strength. It was in memory of Nolan Gallion III who was a, a volunteer fireman who, you know, lost his life um, to addiction. But, you know, the fire community is touched a lot by addiction too. Not only are we running the calls to try to save folks, but some of our own brothers and sisters are fighting it. Um, and so what we did is we did a, a lot of the firemen from Havity Grace and, and Level and, and Norrisville and a couple from Baltimore County, we all came up and we walked the one mile fully geared. 
um, just to try to bring awareness that, you know, everybody's affected by this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just, um, it's everybody. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. And um, for for so long, a, a lot of us would try to ignore it so that we would never have to face that in ourselves or in our families, in our communities. Mm-hmm. So we did the weakest thing we could do and just pretend it wasn't there. Um, I've, I think I've mentioned to you, um, The Seventh Wish was a, was a mm-hmm. book um, mm-hmm. written. The library had a... Um, had a um, Kate Messner. A, Kate Messner had a, a symposium or a forum with Kate, the author, actually Carol Frontera, mm-hmm. another beautiful advocate for um, the recovery community uh, moderated the discussion but Kate wrote a book about, based on a personal experience about a 12 year old girl whose older sister goes away to school and starts using and the family just you know what's wrong with us and and um, and everyone dealing with that and Kate has written 30 books, and she was doing this book tour, and Harford County uh, sponsored in the mm-hmm. library. She had a talking session in each of the middle schools. And people said, why middle schools? You, you know. And That's too young for That's my too children. young. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. this should be third grade. We're trying to get now this to make this part of mm-hmm. the dialogue for third graders, which it should be, because if they're... Not gonna, when they're going to be facing it themselves, they have family members, community members, mm-hmm. th- that they'll, they're living amongst it. So, mm-hmm. But she said, this Kate Messner said, she came to speak, and she's done the whole East Coast. She said about a third of the principals and the librarians and the elected officials said to her, you can come to town, you can talk, but you can talk about your other 29 books. Mm-hmm. We don't want you talking about mm-hmm. The Seventh Wish. Mm-hmm. Like, and if any children ask questions about the seventh wish, you can't answer the questions. So, so she said that I'm not coming. I can't keep, not do that. Let's keep you know? our head in the sand. It's yeah. easier that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, such a need for mm-hmm. education awareness. Mm-hmm. And we need to have some awareness of when the bingo is. When is the bingo? The 18th. Yeah, the 18th. I wrote okay. it down. I'm a huge bingo person. And I live very near there. So. <laughs> we're getting some. We're getting a lot of great donations already. Mm-hmm. So May 18th, and we'll is that on the it, website? It will be. Okay. If it isn't, <laughs> it's on the Facebook page. Okay, Shar yeah. Hope Foundation Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, you need basket donations and attendees. Attendees. Okay. Yeah. Attendees. Good. Can I buy more than one card? We'll sell you as many as you need. <laughs> I when I was young, like 12, I worked as like a server for all the bingo ladies at my church. Oh my gosh. And these ladies had... Good luck charms, right? I mean, they... Yeah. I can see you walking around with an apron. I had a... It was a sweatshirt, an American flag sweatshirt. Wow. And I'd get a nickel if I was really good. good. Did you Um, get a nickel? Yes. Good. But these... But these ladies were, these ladies, you know, they were like, you know, they were like a, a, a robot. They, they had like, they had like 20 cards in front of them. Oh my them. gosh. Mm. I, I can know. do about three because I talk and then they call yeah. two numbers. I'm like, wait a minute. And I have to yeah. go back. So I can't do that. Um, 
so, and I just want to go over this again. June 3rd, the Van Schellen Bel Air, 7 p.m. Susquehanna Orchestra, Symphony Orchestra, <laughs> at, uh, on June 3rd. Mm -hmm. uh, May 2nd is the Opioid, Opioid Awareness Night, 6.30 at um, Mountain Christian Church. Everybody knows where that is. Um, it's on 152. Um, and the Hard Truth of Addiction is, the next one is August 3rd, Friday. Uh, it's at Emory United, <coughs> excuse me, Methodist Church. Um, and folks, get tickets to opening day for the Ironbirds, because there's going to be some some great things going on there. More details to follow, but um, some uh, great stuff in the program involving um, Shar Hope and Homecoming Project and um, the work that's being done. Um, anything else? I have one question. Is there a cost for people to go through the program? Yeah, so okay. we um, we have uh, an intake fee okay. um, that covers um, the first month of rent. So okay. it's uh, $500 for the first month of rent and an $800 um, non-refundable security okay. deposit. Okay. Um, because we are a nonprofit mm -hmm. and we do receive donations, we're able to keep the cost Absolutely. extremely yes. low. Um, after that, it's 125 a week, wow. and that includes everything. So it includes Amazing. Raymond Board, transportation, counseling, food, um, case management, services. So I'm going to piggyback on that just so everybody's mm -hmm. very clear. Yeah. The counseling is independent. Okay. Um, but we, as Char Hope, we manage their funds for them as an okay. escrow agent. Okay. So that's why we kind of says it's things we cover for them. So it's a pretty remarkable um, no kidding. place for the amount of resources that you're given and help that you're given. And, you know, that one-on-one -on -one client mm -hmm. contact is imperative mm -hmm. to recover. So. And yeah. got to give a, a huge shout-out to ACR. Mm -hmm. uh, ACR, Addiction Connection Resources in Hartford okay. County, uh, is, a, is a great partner in, mm -hmm. in this to a lot of the recovery community. Uh, they sponsor a lot of these girls because a lot of these mm -hmm. girls come with no money. Well, that's why I was just sitting here thinking the financial hurdle is probably the biggest hurdle, one of the biggest hurdles, mm -hmm. to allow yourself a safe place to live while mm -hmm. you go through all this. And and when it comes to getting into treatment and mm -hmm. you know having insurance and all that, sure. it, it is. Because oh, absolutely. Especially with um, state insurance, mm -hmm. most you know rehabs or treatment centers in the state, you know, have a five-week waiting sure. list. Sure, sure. Um, and that window of desperation mm -hmm. is very, mm -hmm. very short. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, like Derek was saying, Harford, Harford County just really blows me away. It has such an a such a amazing like support network here with um, ECR and Turning Point Project and all these nonprofits <clears throat> that will pay for people's intake fees, will buy them clothes, you wow. know, will help them with, you know, getting into treatment. So um, just the pillowcases and blankets in the past. That's it. Really? No, no That's kidding. It. So we're we're really lucky to to live in this county and to have all the resources that we have. And we had the Beller Rotary um, came out and supported Twin Stream and helped us get set up, mulched, and helped do a lot of work around the barn wow. to get it set up so we could bring some mm -hmm. cows in. And, and those partnerships are great, too, to have those organizations. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody hasn't been a part of a rotary, certainly check them out. Yeah. There's a lot of them in the county and um, get involved because they mm -hmm. do a lot for the community. Amen. Give mm -hmm. back. And also thanks to uh, County Executive uh, Glassman and his amazing team, uh, Len Parrish, who runs Economic development community services 
Amber Schroeds, who mm -hmm. I'm convinced is really 12 people, yeah. <laughs> not just one person who runs community services. Joe Ryan on her team, the Office of Drug Control Policy. Um, the sheriff has been a great partner mm -hmm. um, in getting resources together and keeping the dialogue going. Um, Healthy Hartford. Um, you know, uh, it's you, you always hope that there's some that there's collaboration um, among leaders. It's but it's not always the case on something like this because oh, things can sometimes always get political, and mm -hmm. the, the the real mission sometimes gets lost. And I'm happy to say that that was not the case here. People have really put the mission first, the 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 uh, the goals of what we're the, why we're really doing this first so uh, thank you everyone sharhope.org by the way shar is a cattle <laughs> says this tenderfoot <laughs> Derek has a picture of me in an oxford shirt staring at the mm -hmm. the cow the other did he day. have loafers on too mm -hmm. <laughs> no i didn't i had these on. Had those on <laughs> all right dress you <laughs> Not a boot, right? <laughs> and my Oxford got a lot of cow spittle on it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him a cow, good pair of cowboy boots. There you go. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Sharhope.org and Sharhope Foundation on Facebook. Derek Hopkins, um, uh, the chairman of the board and um, the driving force behind it. Uh, folks, I can tell you, Derek Hopkins has puts piece of him into this organization every day, all day. There's just no other way to say it. Um, and I said, Derek, I bet sometimes you rarely sit back and say, man, I've gotten so much done and I've really made a difference. Well, we have to stop and tell you that right now in case you, because uh, you're too busy running to uh, probably sit back and ever uh, uh, be satisfied with what you've done so far. Because you're always looking at the next 20 things that you have to do. With thank you to everyone, uh -huh. to takes you, a, takes a team from everyone. And Myra, God bless you. You're one of my heroes, as I always tell you. <laughs> thank you. And um, uh, we will skip the break because mm -hmm. we want to talk about some things going on at the library. Yeah, we have had a really busy week. What um, else is new? I know, I know that Mary Hassler, you know. Just always on the go. There's um, ten of her. Too. There, I was just when you said that about Amber, I'm like, oh, she, they must be sisters because Mary has ten of her as well. Um, we had the most amazing event this week. Um, Jeanette Walls, who is the author of The Glass Castle, came and spoke to a crowd of over 400 at Water's Edge, and it was absolutely amazing. She, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the book and the movie. Mm -hmm. um, but she had addiction in her life and grew up in that environment. And it was kind of her experiences growing up with a father who had an addiction problem and just mm -hmm. the poverty they lived in and the, you know, the upheaval constantly mm -hmm. and how she took the, the things that were beautiful to him. Because there is beauty. Mm -hmm. You know, he was her father Absolutely. and made a great life for herself. And mm -hmm. um, it was just an amazing event and... Um, you know, the feedback we got from the attendees was, it was just mind-blowing. Wow. Yeah. So that was a great event. Um, that was on Wednesday at Water's Edge. Thank you to all of our partners and to everyone who came. Um, 
this Saturday, April 28th at our Joppa Library from 2 to 3, we have a really fun event. The Upper Falls Dance Company is presenting a spoonful of sugar. So that's going to be based on Mary Poppins, who we all love. I know you, Derek, love Mary Poppins. <laughs> all about the umbrella. Um, absolutely. It's going to be a sing-along. It's for Chim -chim all ages. There you go. <laughs> Bob will be there. Um, and then on Tuesday, uh, May 1st, already it's May, you guys, from 1015 to 11, we have, um, for our three to five-year-olds, Ola, a story time in Spanish. So you can bring your kids and expose them to some Spanish classic stories. And then on uh, Thursday, May 3rd, this is a really popular program at our Aberdeen Library. I think I've talked about it before. Dungeons and Dragons. Did you guys play that when you yep. were little? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have a really active club. Bob's shaking his head now. No. <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> um, we have an experienced dungeon master, and there's a lot wow. of teens that come, and it is one of our most popular programs. Wow. I know. He's <laughs> single-handedly, uh, our teen librarian there is bringing this back because he grew up with it. So mm -hmm. he's introducing a whole new generation to this. Can we just have a little aside here? Yes. What is an experienced... Dungeon Master. And how does one get that certification? <laughs> you know, and who gives it to you? <laughs> I'm sure Jake gave it to himself. Okay. It is in capital letters, so I think mm. it is a, a title. <laughs> I'm going to do some research on that for you, and we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Okay. Because that's a really good Inquiring question. Inquiring minds want to know. Absolutely. I would not Google it. I would do professional research. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good advice. Good because advice. Because we know it's going to be half of the first page of Return Hits. <laughs> It ain't going to be Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, this is a family show. Um, one of our uh, best partners and volunteer groups within the library is our friends groups. And they host book sales all year long. They do collection times, and then they sell books, and they use that money to fund programs and events and materials for our library uh, customers. And Falston's is the 27th and 28th all day at the Falston Library of April. Jarrettsville Library is April 28th through May 5th, library hours. And if you have books that you want to get rid of, our Whiteford Library is accepting collections, um, donations of any types of books, magazines, um, I think they do some board games, from 11 to 4 this Saturday, April 28th. And if you want to check out any of these events and any other events, you can go to hcplonline.org 24-7. We're there for you. Fantastic. Yeah. Charhope.org. Charhope Foundation on Facebook. By the way, we're going to post... Um, the wish list, I, I, I thought, okay. on Char Hope Foundation yeah. on face, Facebook. Facebook, <laughs> And we'll have the Susquehanna Symphony or Orchestra playing in the background. Um, <laughs> but we have some things that, um, for the new house, we would love if folks um, have any ideas on um, things like uh, a grill, mm -hmm. deck chairs, deck tables, yeah. um, and some other things. We'll post them. Go to Shore Hope Foundation on Facebook. And you will see. Okay, guys, that's all the time we have today for the Hartford Edge. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Show.